Previously on Wormwood, Sheriff Tom Bradley now knows that his wife Lynette is at the center of the book club's nefarious doings, although he remains unaware of her resurrection of Brent Saunders. Former Deputy Wayne Drexel continues to investigate the strange happenings of Wormwood, including the strange death of Pete Menno. And Chip Drexel and Dale Lighthouse, licensed ghost hunters, continue their investigation of the psychic beacon that flashed over Wormwood a little over a month ago. vision of a drowned woman, Dr. Xander Crow has found himself trapped in the mysterious town of Wormwood, a prisoner within the old house atop the hill. Now as secrets are revealed and horror becomes undeniable, sinister new shadows have begun to creep across this strange town, lost forever at the crossroads of darkness and fate. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 20, He Who Forgiveth All, Part 1, written by Rob Allspaw. stuff this time. But this Ethiopia Sadamo feels more desert-like. Mm, still, it's good. Justice Files. Case 2008-2-1. The assault and kidnapping of Wendy Riley and the murder of Pete Menno. Update number one. I recently found the murdered body of Pete Menno and the near-comatose Wendy Riley chained to Pete Menno's bed. I had no idea they were together. Wendy was severely beaten and uncommunicative. Her skin was a pearl gray, and she lost the use of her legs. As of now, she's recovering at the home of her abusive boyfriend, Randall Johnson. <clears throat> really good. Pete Menno was found dead at the scene. He had a large puncture wound at the front of his throat. I'm at the home of Mrs. Ruth Riley, Wendy's mother. After her attack, Wendy was questioned, but claims to not remember anything from the last few months. Since I was... Since I was released from the Wormwood Sheriff's Office for upholding the law, I have decided to carry on without a badge. As justice knows no bounds and will not be denied. Mrs. Riley? Are you home? Can I speak to you for a few minutes? It's about Wendy. Wayne, 
I, I thought Sheriff Bradley had let you go. He did, ma'am. But this was really important. I would like to help find who did this to Wendy and get to the bottom of the strange things happening in Wormwood. Oh, my. Are you a, a, what do you call it, a private investigator now? Something like that, ma'am. Sometimes Lady Justice needs a right-hand man. I don't think I know her. Say, Mrs. Riley, is Wendy still at Randall's house? Yes, that good-for-nothing Randall. I never liked that boy, never. He's always been smart with me, and she never took him to task for it. And he was so mean to her. She would show up with bruises, but she'd just laugh it off when I asked about it. I know, ma'am. You called Tom a time or two on it. Do you suspect Randall had anything to do with what happened to Wendy? It's a distinct possibility, ma'am. But I believe there's something larger at work in Wormwood. Have you noticed anything different about Wendy in the last few weeks or months? Why, yes, I have. I tried to call her a month ago, but her phone had been disconnected. She used to be so dependable and smart. And what happened? Pete Menno. She'd been stepping out on Randall with Pete Menno. Wendy was dating Pete Menno. For how long? For a couple of months now. Ever since she's been with him, she's been nasty and mean like, like she's a different person. Did Randall know? I would imagine he would be pretty upset by something like that. I don't know what he knew, or he, he probably would have tried to beat up Dr. Menno, right? Ma'am, this might sound a bit odd, but... Have you noticed Wendy hanging out with anyone wearing lab coats? Lab coats? You know, the kind scientists wear. Maybe they happen to mention, oh, say, genetic engineering or an underground bunker? No. Wayne, what are you talking about? Nothing, ma'am. It's a standard question. Thank you for your answers. If you think of anything else, you can call this number and... Just leave a message with Irene. Thank you. Randall? Uh. Randall Johnson? Are you in there? Uh, Hold on. I'm coming. Well, well. Isn't it Deputy Dipstick? No call for that, Randall. I need to ask you a few questions. Is Wendy here right now? Why? Why what, Randall? Why do you want to know, Deputy Dipstick? Randall, it's Deputy Drexel, as you full well know. Now, is Wendy here? Now, Deputy, what if I don't want to answer you? Then we do it the hard way, Randall. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Wayne, the hard way? Is that what Tom has been teaching you? The hard way? Listen to me, and you listen real good. I've had it with people like you trying to run down Sheriff Bradley. Unlike you, he's a good man with a lot on his plate, and I don't mind the things he's done. But the next time you decide to disrespect him in my presence, you're gonna get worse. Do we understand each other? I'm gonna mess you up, man! No, I don't think you will. What you're going to do is answer my question or get more of the same. Is Wendy Riley here? Oh, I think you broke my nose. Answer my question, Randall. Yes, she is. When was the last time you saw her before the attack? It was 
two or three months ago. She came over and we got it on. Afterwards, she told me she was leaving and not coming back. I wasn't adequate for her plans, whatever that means. I grabbed her and she threw me into a wall. A little thing like Wendy threw a big lug like you into a wall? Messed my back up real bad, too. Any suspicious syringes or empty beakers lying around? No. What? Uh, she wasn't using or nothing, if that's what you mean. Using. Right. Anyways, she told me she was gonna kill me if I came near her again. And I believed her. So, you didn't know she was with Pete Menno? Not then. I figured that out later on. And I caught up with him a few days later and let him know I didn't like him sleeping with my girlfriend. What happened after that? Wendy came back and told me to stay away. She told me to leave Mano alone, and she she knocked me around a little again, threw furniture at me. I left Mano and her alone after that. Whatever craziness she was up to, I didn't want no part of it. Until she came back here. Right. Why are you so scared of her, Randall? You could... You just couldn't handle this bizarre, some might say, genetically enhanced strength she was exhibiting? No, wasn't that. It was something in her eyes. Something not right. When did it happen, Randall? When did you start to see this change? A couple, three months ago, I think. One day she was meek, and the next she gave me lip. Right, so then... Why did you take her back? Because it's gone. That thing in her eyes. It's gone. What's going on out here? I heard shouting and banging. Oh, oh my God, Wayne. What, what are you doing? Let Randall go right now. All right, I'm going to let you go now with a warning. Attacking a sheriff's deputy is a felony. But I'm going to give you a warning, all right? All right. Just let me go. Nice and easy now. Why don't you just go and get a cup of coffee and sober up? You smell like the floor of a bar. Fine! Have a good day now, Randall. Hi, Wendy. You got a minute to talk? Report after report, and they never really say anything. I just don't know what I'm doing anymore. In this business with Lynette, secrets and lies, it's, it's all secrets and lies. Even with my own damn wife. Wormwood's sick. But how can an entire town be sick? Ugh. More pain and more death at the other end of this line. Sheriff Bradley. Good day, Sheriff. This is Dr. Norton. Have you a few minutes? I have Peter's autopsy report. Oh, hey, David. Yeah, sure. Are you all right, Sheriff? You seem depressed, or at least down. I understand Peter was your friend. Yeah, we had a drink at a time or two. I just got the paperwork blues, if you know what I mean. Oh, yes. (laughs) I certainly do. Now, on to the matter at hand. 
Our friend Peter looks as though he died of a puncture wound to the front of the throat. Yes, something large and very, very sharp. Most probably a claymore. A claymore? Isn't that like a a, a booby trap for the army? Oh, Sheriff, no. No, uh, a claymore is a Scottish greatsword. A weapon primarily used in the late medieval period. You would need to be a fairly large man to wield such a weapon in the manner that killed Dr. Meadow. So so that's it? He was killed by a sword-wielding large man? Not quite. It also appears, well, it's... It's a bit odd. What's that? Well, your report said that you had found Peter, and your thinking was he had been killed very recently. And... The wound at the throat would verify that, but the level of decomposition at the feet and lower legs would indicate that he had been dead for at least a few days, maybe a week. Also, we ran several toxin screens, and while inconclusive, there seemed to be a large amount of sulfur sulfate associated with the body. Sulfur sulfate? What does that mean? I do not have a clue. Also... There might have been some strangulation, but evidence of that was destroyed by the sword wound. Peter had some petechial hemorrhaging under his eyes to suggest strangulation or asphyxiation. Oh, Jesus, Whip. Poor Pete. Tom, his body was a mess of bruises and some broken bones. I would wager a guess that he was pretty badly beaten before he was dispatched. Oh, thanks, David. I I, I have to get that, that phone. I'll, I'll talk with you later. Thank you, Sheriff. Good day. Sheriff Bradley. God damn it! Sheriff, you've got to get him out of here! Who's this? It's Randall Johnson. Your deputy is here harassing me and Wendy. Randall? Wayne is harassing you? How so? He's here asking questions about the attack and throwing me up against my trailer. Wayne threw you up against the trailer? Yes. No, he... I... I want him out of here, Sheriff. All right, all right, all right, Randall. Just calm down. Wayne's no threat to anyone. I'll come down and and see what's what. You wait there. Outside. Do you hear me, Randall? Yes, Sheriff. (sighs) That boy. Man, I don't know whether to be pissed off or proud of him right now. What did Crow say? A, a man who doesn't quit when the law already has? Well, no more of that crap. I need to pull my head up out of the sand and do my job. I can't be letting a former deputy running off half-cocked. Ouch! What? That psychic sludge, it's a little thicker here. What's the reading on your watch scan? 4.08 megahertz. Hmm. Seems a bit of a nexus point here. I wonder why. Wormwood. Yeah, rightly so. We should get married. What? Marriage, you and me. Jesus, Dale, do you have a death wish? (laughs) What? We're in the middle of assignment with something pretty dangerous in your proposing marriage. Yeah, so? Well, that's when the killer gets you. Right after the proposal. Geez, haven't you ever seen a horror film? Hmm. Nope. Marriage. I guess I never thought about it. Come on. We can go out to Massachusetts. It's still legal there. We- okay. I... I will... Or I get... I do. Damn straight. Hello, boys. What can I get you? Couple of coffees and two specials, please. We don't get many federal agents around here. 
We're that obvious? And here I thought we were on vacation. Well, black suits, white shirts, do kind of make you stand out. Say, are you related to Wayne Drexel? Yes, Wayne is my cousin. I'm Chip Drexel, and this is Dale Lighthouse. Hello. Hiya. Well, I'm Deidre. Welcome to Wormwood, again. Say, how is Wayne doing? You look him up yet? He's, uh, he's doing the best he can, I guess. Um, you know, not to sound corny, but have I met you before? Not that I can recall, hun, but I have lived in quite a few places over the years before I settled down here. No, I don't think I met you, but your face is familiar, like I've seen it in a picture. Have you been arrested for a federal crime? Do you ask all your waitresses that? No, no, I'm, I'm sorry, that came out all wrong. Who do y'all work for? We're with the SNSA. The S-N-S-A? The Supernatural Security Agency. Yes, we exist, and no, we aren't running the government. Um, the Supernatural. Are you... Agent Drexel? Hey, Wayne, what's up? All right. What's the address? 1514 Cambridge Road. Got it. We'll be there in a few minutes. Dale, let's roll. I'm sorry, Deidre. We're going to have to do without for right now. Well, here. Take some coffee to go. Thanks. Hopefully we'll be back soon. We've heard a lot of good things about you and the diner. SNSA, huh? Damn you, Elijah. What are you up to now? I better not find out this is your way of checking up on me. God damn it, Sheriff. You took your sweet time. Randall, just shut up before I arrest you. Now, where's Wayne? He's still inside with Wendy. Get him out of here. Randall, shut up and sit down. And let me see your hands. My hands? Why? Randall, I'm not going to ask you again. Fine. Here. Hmm. Okay, no bruises or cuts. When was the last time you saw Pete Menno? A month or so ago. Like I told you, deputy. All right, all right, all right. Sit down and behave. We'll be gone soon. And a word of advice. If Wendy is going to be staying here, and I have to come out here again on a domestic disturbance one more time, it's not going to be very good for you. You can't threaten me! It's not a threat, Randall. I've had it up to here with folks in Wormwood hiding their bad behavior and expecting me to look the other way. I'm cleaning things up, and I'll start with you if I have to. Now sit! Morning, Wendy. How you feeling today? Morning, Sheriff. I thought Wayne was working alone on this. Something happened. No, no, no. Nothing to worry about, Wendy. Wayne? Wayne? What are you doing? What am I doing? I'm continuing the investigation, Tom. Wayne, this is an investigation for the Sheriff's Office. What? Wayne, you're not a deputy anymore. Wayne was... let go, Wendy. Your case is still... well, we're still working on it. Well, I know I'm still working on it. I'm going to find out who hurt you and unravel the secrets of Wormwood. I haven't buried my head in the sand like some people. Watch your tongue, Wayne. I know what I'm doing here. Do you, Tom? Do you really? Because last time we spoke, you wanted nothing to do with truth and justice. Oh, please don't say the American way. A joke? Is that all I am to you? A joke? A punchline to giggle over with Lynette? Sheriff... Wayne, can 
Look, look you we? were not a joke, Wayne. But sometimes a man's got to know when to shut his damn mouth. Crow's guilty, and you know it. Damn it, Wayne, there's too much you don't know. This ain't about Crow, it's about us. What? This isn't the place, Wayne. Let's take it outside, okay? What's going on, Wayne? Is the sheriff impeding a federal investigation? What the hell are you two doing here? I called them in. Maybe you forgot that you were asked to cooperate with a federal investigation? And just what exactly does this have to do with your special little ghost-busting mission? We don't know, Sheriff. That's why we're investigating. Tone it down. Fine. Wayne, why did you call us? Because of what happened to Wendy. What? That she's part of some government conspiracy? Damn it, Wayne, this is what I'm talking about. That's enough, Sheriff. It's not enough you already fired him. Now you've got to ridicule him as well. Chip, as far as I'm concerned, your so-called expertise doesn't mean a damn thing in my town. You've been gone a long time, man, and I don't appreciate you rolling into town all high and mighty. We've had just about enough of that these past few months. Sheriff, please, your voice, it's, it's too loud. It... Don't you have another report to file or investigation to bungle? We don't need you here. This is now a federal investigation. Oh, what? Because your cousin says so? Chip, Tom, calm down. We need to work. You know, Chip, we actually have the internet here, too. And I did a little digging. I know what happened to you, and I know why this Voitech person hasn't called me back. As far as I can tell, you have no federal authority. You or your partner. Ah, there's the good old Tom Bradley I remember from high school. You going to try and sucker punch me now? Damn it, Sheriff. I told you to get Deputy Dipstick out of here, not invite more over. Shut, Shut up, up, Randall! Randall! Please stop yelling. Please stop yelling. Please stop Chip. yelling. Please. Wendy is... Is that what this is about? After all these years? Look, I- I'm sorry. Does that mend your weepy little heart? Now can you get the hell out of my town? Tom! Chip! You have to listen to me. Wendy was... What, Wayne? What was Wendy? I was raped by a demon. (sighs) You were what? God damn, you're even crazier than I thought. Hey, watch it, big fella. Don't come any closer. Shut your mouth, or I will make you disappear. Sheriff, you gonna let him assault me like that? I didn't see anything. Looks to me like you slipped and fell. You two, shut it. I'm sorry, miss, for the unprofessional behavior of my two colleagues. Please, tell us exactly what happened to you. Chip, are you ready to work? Yes, Miss Riley, I'm sorry for my behavior. Please, tell us. I I don't know if if I can. It's, It's so terrible. I... I just want it all to go away. Wendy? Wendy, honey, come on, take your time. We're here. I'm, I'm sorry. We're sorry about all of that. Sheriff, may I? Wendy, my name is Chip Drexel. I'm Wayne's cousin. This is my partner, Dale Lighthouse. We're associated with a government agency that specializes in these sorts of terrible phenomena. And on a personal note, I grew up here. I know exactly what this town can do to you. I believe you. So does Dale, and so does Wayne. We're here to help you in this time of need. Now, will you let us help you? Yes. It it happened three or four months ago.
Wormwood, Crossroads, is produced and distributed by Habit Forming Films, LLC, and features the cast of Season 2 characters. Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Scott Olinick as Jacob Kidder, Nicole Rayburn as Harmony Barrister and Nurse Wendy, Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Tom Bradley, Cedric Bloomington, and Don Marino, Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley, Peggy Nolan, and Commander McQueen, Chris Blaylock as Dr. Pete Menno, Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy, Dave Johnston as Wayne Drexel, Jonathan Kidder, and Dale Lighthouse, Ben Boodman as Chip Drexel, Mr. Carrefour, and Bishop Grail, Robert W. Allen as Special Agent Wojtek, Joy Venides as Sister George, Zachary Folks as Brent Saunders, Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan, Coralie Nickars as Deidre Frost and Emily Saunders, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason, Bob Gildenstern, and your announcer. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music compositions by Todd Hodges. The Wormwood writing staff includes David Acampo, Jeremy Rogers, Jeremiah Allen, Rob Allspaw, Tiffany K. Whitney, and Rick Beta Jr. Wormwood created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Copyright 2008 Habit Forming Films, LLC. Wormwood is a serialized podcast drama and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators. For more information on the cast, creators, and individual episode credits, please visit www.wormwoodshow.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to town. Oh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs>